0: This is where you come to hear tales of loss, redemption, salvation, perspectives, epiphanies, and self-evolution. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the glory in our stories. To you guys, listeners, welcome to the latest episode of The Glory in Our Stories, where you get to hear individuals share their different experiences. On this episode, I'll be discussing the concept of reaching for your sanity. I'm certain we all have our own ways of coping with change, especially during a time as this. My question is, is it considered effective? What are you reaching for during your dark moments? Listen in as I discuss my personal experience with making sure I put forth great effort into avoiding depression check it out. Well, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to the latest episode of The Glory Not Stories. This is your host, Calvin Wayne Pennywell Jr. Um, this episode is titled Reaching for Your Sanity. Reaching for Your Sanity. The reason why I wanted to do this episode was because, I think it was yesterday, um, I think I was, having a, I was having a really bad day, I mean from the onset, and I wanted to reach for something that I thought would compare help me more than anything else um usually i turn to youtube videos uh, try to write something try to force myself to write something um i look at pinterest i look through instagram i start scrolling you know for something you know to get me uh get me interested get me motivated get me excited you know um and i didn't want to do that anymore now especially not uh, specifically yesterday I did not want to do that um, so I decided to depend on the one source uh, that I knew that would never let me down um, and that was God I know that sounds like a cliche and it sounds cheesy uh, but the reason why I do this primarily is because my mom did it and I saw the effect that it had on her life and I saw the effect that it had on our lives me and my two older sisters so I mimic that because I know it works. And thanks to my mom, thanks to her solidifying that foundation, I know where to go for my source, not my resource, but my source, the primary essence of my joy. So I wanted to point out a few things as far as references. The one thing that really, like, really intrigued me about doing this particular episode. Uh, What's the famous painting from uh, Michelangelo? And I think it was in like the 1500s, maybe getting this wrong, uh, but I do apologize. Um, Yeah, I think it was uh, the early 1500s. Um, The name of the painting is The Creation of Adam. And it's it's a notorious painting. I mean, it's it's iconic. A lot of people have remade it in their own, you know, made their own rendition of it. Uh, But it's basically a painting of Adam. Who is uh, basically nude, and he's like relaxing. What it looks like, maybe in some grass or on this soft rock, and he's like leaning back on his right elbow, and on the right side is God, you know, surrounded by what I assume are angels, and God is like extending his body, as you can see that he's putting forth forth effort into reaching for adam now the beautiful thing about this is their fingers never touch and i believe what's in the middle of that is our desire to get closer to him and it's up to us to feel it um not only that but that's just how close we will always be to god while living in sin um and if, if you would actually look at it, it actually looks like Adam is not putting forth any effort and God is. And I feel like God is saying, come on, bro, like I'm is it's all up to you. You know, I've I've done my part and I mean, I could do more. I could do more, but I can't tamper with free will. You have to make the choice. And that's the first thing I thought about when I thought about reaching for my sanity because I can feel myself going into a subtle depressive state. And that's not what I want, because entering that would only give way for me to go deeper. And I don't want to be there. Uh, We've all, if most of us, have experienced those dark places. Uh, A few in particular, um, when we know that once we get to that point, it's dangerous. And it's dangerous for everyone involved, um, including ourselves. Um, but what's the uh the unfortunate aspect of that is when you get other people involved, that's when the tragedy begins. Because when you're done, or well, even when you're in the mix of that, you end up you end up losing out on relationships. Um you end up end up burning bridges. That's not what you wanted to do. Um so yeah, that's that's what inspired me to, to do this particular episode because I reached back because it's okay for, um, case in point lately, I've been having a slight issues with my sinuses. Um, usually when I have a sinus infection, I start coughing uncontrollably. Um, but right now, like the other day, I got really dizzy. Um, and recently it's just been this small, throbbing pain periodically, you know, on my, on my forehead. And I know it's my sinuses because it's something I've been dealing with for the last five years. Um, so I know what a sinus infection, sinus infection is. I know the typical signs. Um, so my goal now is to prevent it from getting full blown. But I realized that when cold air hits it directly, um, uh, like the air condition, I love cold air especially that especially being here down in the south uh and i love the air condition but when i'm lying or sitting in front of a fan and cold air is going directly up my nostrils it just burns it hurts so badly um so i did everything i can to prevent that so i started feeling really down because uh next step is going to the doctor then taking antibiotics and all this other stuff and i'm like man i don't want to do all this <laughs> um but I realized that I've I've been here before and in relation to God, the same God that helped me in my previous um, sinus infections is the same God that's helping me now and that forever will. And I remember one time in particular, uh, maybe about a year or two ago, uh, the very next day I was supposed to to teach, co-teach a class for a friend of mine. And it was me and another friend that was teaching poetry in this particular class. And the day before I was on antibiotics and steroids, trying to open up my nasal cavity so that I can um, feel better. And um, I just wasn't feeling that well. And I was like, man, I got to teach tomorrow. I don't want to be in that coffin and all this stuff. So I'm sitting outside of Kroger and in a Grovetown. town. And I remember, you know, I just took my medicine and part of me just felt like it wasn't working. Then all of a sudden I felt God massaging my heart, assuring me that tomorrow is going to happen and I'm allowing it to happen. But please never forget that if I've promised you something, I also promised that I would take care of you. I promised that I will lead you to that moment and I will lead you through it. So I was like, there's no way God is gonna let me get to this uh, opportunity to teach where I can't teach. You know what I'm saying? And there's no way, no way. So I, I, I didn't believe it. I was like, God, I have to trust you. So I just started crying. And when I started crying, I kid you not, my sinuses started clearing up and the pain just went away, slowly, gradually went away. And I was like, this is the best I ever felt in a while. And one of the songs that I was listening to that really got me emotional was this song called Laughter is Like a Medicine by uh, B.B. Winings and um, K.S., which is Korean Soul. And if you have not heard that song and if you have not heard Korean Soul sing, you will be highly surprised. I'm telling you, these guys are bad. But this one song in particular really touched my heart. And every time I listen to it. I just got really emotional and I would cry and it would clear my nasal passage. So most of the time during that moment, I would listen to that song specifically to get emotional because it just felt so much. I felt it felt so medicinal to me. So it really helped during that time. So going back to yesterday, I remembered that the same guy that that helped me through my sinus infections before it's the same God is going to help me through this or whatever or the onset of it. And it's going to help me from this point on. So there is no reason to doubt him. None whatsoever, because. God is always one for one, like he's never missed a shot. His field goal percentage is always 100 percent, always. So um, that's what inspired me to. um. Uh, reach for my sanity. And my sanity is God, because he's always been there for me. He's always answered my prayer. And I'm not saying that I have this perfect life. I'm not saying I, I've i lived life without strife or any challenges, um, but um, he has always been dependable. And every time I reached for him, he never disappointed me, never. Um, so that's what inspired me to uh, primarily do this particular episode yo thanks for listening so far keep tuning in as we we'll take a quick break and be right back And now that I have your attention in the middle of this episode, I just wanted to check in on you. Make sure that you're doing okay. Make sure that your overall wellness is secure psychologically, mentally, spiritually, and physically. I hope that you are taking care of yourself so that you can take care of others who need you. Uh, Remember that somebody's thinking about you and somebody's hoping that you're happy and that you're finding a place of joy. And now, back to the episode. This uh, next scripture... Would be in reference to sort of a thank you text that I sent my mom. Uh, and I was basically thanking her for the way that she raised me and every, every so often I send her messages like that because if mom had not made the sacrifices and the decisions that she made, I wouldn't be who I am. So the text that I sent her was, um, scripture uh, was Proverbs 22 verse six. And, yeah, it was Proverbs 22, verse 6. Let's see if I can find it. There it is. And it basically says, train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. And because of mom keeping us in church when we were young, um, I know not everybody has that same path. I know a lot of people who ended up Um, being in the church majority of their lives ended up leaving later and probably leaving Christianity uh, completely which totally totally understandable Um, I want to say like my dark period was college that's where I found out who God was I knew what he was you know via my mom and via Sunday school and via going to church as a kid but when I was on my own And I was left to my own devices. Um, I knew that I had to turn to him. But I wouldn't have done that if I had not seen it as an example via my parent. So that scripture came to mind. And the last one I'm going to mention, because I don't want to bombard you like I'm preaching or anything. uh, But these scriptures really um, reached out to me. Um, This one is uh, this chapter is Luke chapter eight. And um, it says, I think this is verse. Verse 42, as Jesus was on his way, the crowds amongst almost crushed him. And a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years, but no one could heal her. She came up behind him and touched the edge of his cloak. And immediately her bleeding stopped. Who touched me? Jesus asked. When they all denied it, Peter said, "Master, the people are crowding and pressing against you." But Jesus said, "Someone touched me. I know that power has gone out from me." And uh, the, the the context of that, um, obviously, this is uh, during Jesus's life um, when he's making his rounds, and um, he's surrounded by his disciples, and uh, spreading the gospel, and he's about to. You know make his departure because this is that's what he was sent here for uh, was to die for us and to save us because that's how much god loved us and loves us so but I'm, I'm 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 paying attention to this woman that reached out she reached out for her sanity she reached out for her answer she reached out for her solution because she knew she knew so yesterday when i reached out i knew I knew. And uh my my best man, um Jesus, he sent me a Spotify playlist. Oh man, months ago. And I remember being in the room folding clothes and I was listening to it. And it was just so warming. So warming. And I'm I'm going to see if I can find it because man, I started playing it and I was like, "Oh, my goodness. This this is amazing. It was just it was just amazing. And I just and I can't even find it. <laughs> but it's an amazing playlist and it just calmed me. It calmed me so much. So I'm not sure what you all are experiencing as in the midst of all this because there's so much uncertainty. Um, it's so much that we just don't know. We don't know if the next day we're going to have our jobs. We don't even know if the next day we're going to have our friends, our family, our spouse, children. But with each day we do wake up, that means that God's not done with us. That means that we have more to do, more to do. and everything that we need he's, he's already equipped us with it and at the end of all of our lives is a finish line and it's just like any, any race the finish line is already created you just have to get there and instead of focusing on winning let's focus on finishing and thinking about responsibilities that we have day by day no matter what it is finishing is probably the biggest accomplishment like right now above my head is my uh, undergrad diploma and I look at it and every time I see it I'm reminded that I finished yes it took me seven years to get through college yes I dropped so many classes my gpa was terribly low matter of fact i never paid attention to my gpa until i graduated never never paid attention not even in in high school never i just thought that was something <laughs> that only smart people um valued and I know there may be a stereotypical statement, but that's how I felt. That's how that's what I thought. Um, but in reference to other things, I didn't see the importance because my mind was on other things. My mind at the time in college was on on girls that I barely even approached. Um, it was not on school. It was not on bettering myself. It wasn't on becoming a better man. I just wanted to I just wanted to live. I just wanted to do whatever I wanted to do and uh, think about the consequences later. (laughs) Um, But that's very hard to do now, especially when I am married and I'm responsible, you know, and I'm accountable. Very hard to do now. And I'm glad that those habits have changed. I'm glad that my mindset has evolved. I am very much thankful that I am not the same person I was. Um, Over six years ago. I mean, even then I was going through a drastic change because I was leaving college and I was very uncertain of my next step. Um, But I knew that I didn't want to continuously go down the path that I was traveling. I needed to evolve. And I'm glad I did. I'm I'm glad I did because if I had not, I wouldn't be the man that I am today in order to uh, marry my wife and my best friend. So um, I needed that transformation um, and I'm glad, very thankful. Some very sharp pruning, but very necessary. So uh, but continue to listen to the latest episode of The Glory Not Stories titled Reaching for Your Sanity. Um, sometimes writing just doesn't help. It doesn't like I'm at a point in my life right now where writing isn't everything. Uh, but it's a major aspect of my creativity. It's my it's my Myrnir. Um I think Adrian was saying I'm pronouncing Thor's hammer wrong, but that's I think that's how you pronounce it, pronouncing Um If if not, then I apologize. But <laughs> Thor has the power of thunder and lightning, but he channels it through his hammer. His hammer was used to help him focus, and what helps me focus is poetry it helps me direct my 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 um my emotions and um that's how i use it it's always been therapeutic when i was little it was just used to write because i couldn't i felt like i couldn't articulate myself uh verbally like out loud but when i got to college i realized that if I wanted people to know exactly how I felt, I had to open my mouth. I had to express myself, especially in a classroom where participation is 20% of your grade. So yes, my hand is going up. And if I have a question or a comment, I am making it. <laughs> so, uh, but man, this yesterday was just really a huge eye opener. And today, today was even even better. Uh, my wife could tell you I've had I've come home and I've just been complaining and complaining. And she was like Calvin, you're not happy. I said, No, I'm not. And it's hard for me to deny it, but I realized that I had to I had to change my attitude. I had to change my attitude. I had to change it. So I look at it like this: say, for instance, I signed with a team. Baseball, football, it doesn't matter and I signed a contract and within a week of that contract I realized there was some fine print I didn't read and I'm like are you serious and they were like yeah if you you break your contract you got to deal with this and I'm like oh my goodness I'm like what did I get myself into and then maybe there's a way out but what if I was stuck on that team for two, three whole years what am I going to do am I going to fight it or stick it out See how far I'm going to go. See what I can learn from this. And it would be very very beneficial if I did. So the best thing that I can do is change my attitude. There are moments where I feel like I'm as close to God as Adam is in Michelangelo's painting. And there are moments where I feel like I'm a complete ocean away. And, but he never moves. I'm the one that moves. It's never him, it's always me. So I needed to come back. I needed to reach. I needed to reach so I reached for my sanity and that was him and I realized and if this if this doesn't speak to you in a particular way uh, I, I apologize I'm not trying to be biased um, but when it when it comes to going back to the getting back to the center where everything originates for me it's always been God whatever void That I've created for myself. It's not that God wasn't there. It was because I wasn't. You know. How it feels. To be somewhere. Where somebody else should be. And you ask yourself. Where they at? Like when you go over your friend's house. Right? You sit down. And they look at you and they say. Yo I'll be right back. But you're like. But I'm your guest. And they're like. Yeah, I'll be back, but you don't really say that. But in your mind, like, yo, I'm your guest. Why are you leaving? And for you to stay there only to find out that they probably forgot about you. And you're like, why am I here? But the thing is with, with God, you invite him in and he sits. And you're like, okay, God, I'm about to bounce right quick. So I'll be right back. And he knows your heart. He knows your intent, so he stays. You may not come in the next few minutes. You may even you may not even come in the next few days. But he he knows your heart. He's willing to stay because you invited him in, and but eventually that opportunity is going to close. That door is going to close. That's the scary part. That's a scary reality. But it will. But he says he never leaves. No, he he would never leave. Don't forsake you and I needed to reach back for that promise I needed to cash in on that promise yesterday because I was just feeling down and for those of you are listening you know again what happens when things get dark the people the habits the addictions that you get lost in to the point where you don't know where you begin And your vice ends and you're like no i can't i don't want to go back there because you become dependent on something that's killing you and the reason why you don't mind because it's killing you slowly it's not killing you swiftly and i think one of the one of the things is as long as we don't know about it then we're okay but that's even a bigger issue so Um, This isn't going to be a long episode, but I did just wanted to focus on reaching for your sanity because you need it, whatever that is, reach for it. My wife and I recently decided to go to a a certain pastime um, because that's where we felt like we were um, and, and enjoying ourselves, right? So we I think we're deciding to purchase a Nintendo 64. Yeah, in 2020, we will be investing in that and getting a few games. One of few games that I loved playing was uh, NBA Live 90... I think that was 98 with Antoine Walker on the front. Um, I used to come home and play the mess out of that game. I remember I made a seven-foot player that was ninety-nine percent three-point shooter, and he would he would make the shots. And um, I'll pass it to him. He just he's just hitting threes. Um, so, um, but yeah, like I really. We really enjoyed that, and that's that's something that we can look forward to that's that's us reaching for our sanity, reaching for our calm, reaching for our happiness, reaching for our joy, and to us, joy is getting outside of the mundane uh list of tasks and uh, being outside of the world of money making with, with with the intent of of means to an end, you know, just being present and just enjoying the moment. For me, that that is a part of my joy. So that's something that we're reaching for together as a couple, And um, but for me individually, that's what I had to do, is to constantly reach for my sanity. And I hope that you do the same, whatever that is, whether it's going outside running, whether it's recording music, writing music, um, reading, watching a movie, spending time with friends, you know, within the CDC guidelines. Um, But just enjoy your life. What if this is the way it's going to be uh, for a while? Um, How are you going to adjust your attitude? That's the question. Yesterday I had to adjust my attitude and it helped um i thought about a few several things that put a smile on my face and i felt so much better when i smiled my wife tells me that i need to smile more and i didn't realize i don't that i i I didn't realize i didn't until i really thought about it i was like dang bro bro she's right she's right so but anyway hope you all enjoyed this episode hope you got something from it um hope it inspired you uh tune in I'll continuously posting new episodes This is episode 87 um, Getting closer and close to episode 100 I got something special planned for that um, So I'm trying to put that into works Because I think it's going to be A, a nice um, A nice cap To the centennial of this This, this podcast being the 100th um, Episode uh, Which means that I, pro- I would have Interviewed about 90 something people um, So um, At most so really, really, wow, 90-something people. 90-something different people. Wow. Anyway, y'all enjoy your day. Have a wonderful night. Again, this is the latest episode of The Glory in Our Stories with your, with your host, Calvin Wayne Pino, Jr. Peace. Yo, thank you for listening. Tune in next time for the latest episode of The Glory in Our Stories.